I can safely say that the closest I have ever been to being in a cult was when I was either a 21 Pilots fan or a Brockhampton fan and was highly active in these stand communities. Whether these communities looked like a sea of red beanies and black painted hands and necks in the pit of a 21 Pilots show or a massive group of 17 year olds on Twitter ganging up and bullying Josh Groban simply because his album had the same release date as Iridescence. Literally cyberbullying a grown man over a release date. And one thing I've noticed is that a lot of people fall into the same boat that I did in terms of being a 21 Pilots fan, followed shortly after by being a Brockhampton fan. And this is a phenomenon otherwise known as the 21 Pilots to Brockhampton Pipeline. I definitely fell victim to this, and I know for a fact that other people did too, because this is not a phrase that I came up with on my own. This is something that I've seen floating around on Twitter for a few months, and then recently something just clicked and just made me sit back and be like, what is the hold that these two groups had on us? And why is it a very specific demographic of people that fell for this? And backtracking a few steps, I say victim because looking back on it now, that honestly is what it feels like. I feel like I was targeted somehow. I know that I wasn't, but something just isn't really sitting right with me. I made a tweet a few weeks ago. I knew I wanted to do an episode on this because this is something that I've always wanted to talk about and something that I've always loved talking about because for some reason, it's just it's just really interesting to me. I, I don't know, but my friend M in the replies of my tweet, just asking for a few words, M was in a 21 Pilots group chat with me a few years ago the group chat still exists. We're still good friends. Um, but yeah, we both like 21 Pilots and then we both somehow ended up Brockhampton fans too. And in the reply, they said, I have so many thoughts on this. It's an absolute hell of a pipeline. I don't even know what music I liked when my 21 Pilots phase ended and before the Brockhampton phase. They literally took over my life. And that's exactly what I think about these two groups. When I liked them, I didn't just like them. Like, it was my whole life. And I don't know because there's never really been another artist that I can say had the same effect. Maybe when I liked Five Seconds of Summer, too. But So just like a background, I guess, of when I was a fan of these. So I was a big 21 Pilots fan during the Blurry Face era. I would say mostly around 2015 and 2017, like literally camping on the streets for concerts. I had the stupid white blurry face glasses. I was Tyler for Halloween. I don't even want to talk about it. It was embarrassing and it was intense. And then around the time that that phase wrapped up was when my Brockhampton phase started during around saturation two and three, like between those two. And it went until about iridescence era, that point of time. That was around the same time that a lot of people stopped supporting Brockhampton. They really lost a lot of fans due to the whole Amir situation. And if you don't know what that is, I'll break it down for you right uh, real quick. So Amir was one of the main members of Brockhampton. His face is on all of the saturation covers. He was accused of emotionally abusing his girlfriend and was removed from the band whether they kicked him out or if he left himself I'm not really sure I'm sure the information is floating out there somewhere but personally I just don't really know that happened right before iridescence and then after that album came out there really was nothing that left a lot of people feeling like they wanted to stick around for me I don't like really any of their new music ginger i don't really like the new album i don't even know what it's called i love don't shoot up the party though that song is so good but 
that's when a lot of people really stopped liking them. And the Twitter account that I use now used to be my Brockhampton Twitter account. So I still have all my mutuals and I know for a fact that none of them like them anymore. And it all started around the same point in time with iridescence and the Amir situation. From both of those phases, I actually left them meeting a lot of really cool people and people that I still interact with on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, people that I'm friends with that I'm actually really thankful for those points in time of my life, regardless of how like cringe it is looking back on it. I really did meet some cool people. But aside from that, I think of the Brockhampton phase in specific. That was so bad. My Spotify stats are still recovering from that. They're in my top 10 of all time. Thankfully, I didn't have Spotify at the time of most of the 21 Pilots phase. So I have all those on iTunes as well as on vinyl and regional at best and they're self-titled. I do have burned onto CDs that are in my closet, which I think is pretty cool because honestly, at this point in time, on July 9th, 2021, when I'm recording this, I have no idea how to do that. So applause for my past self for doing that. I wish I could do that right now. I don't know how to. The thing that I still sort of struggle wrapping my head around regarding all this is just the why. Like, why these two groups? What, like, just like, why? Because... I don't think that musically they are really that similar at all. I mean, I guess you could say 21 Pilots has elements of rap in their music, which I guess could translate over to Brockhampton. But I think it's more about the aesthetics of the group. I mean, the 21 Pilots aesthetic is constantly changing with every album and Brockhampton too, I guess. But I guess kind of like their branding, I guess you could say, that part of their image is that they're like different, I guess, in a way. And they both do really cool spins on like typical genres of music and have some cool, very individualistic properties and signature styles to their music, which I guess could be part of the deal too. But I really kind of still struggle to understand because that's a lot. That's a big group of people that evolved from one group to the next like at the same time. And I guess the peak of 21 Pilots, I definitely would say is blurry face. And the peak of Brockhampton was definitely saturation, the end of saturation into iridescence. So I guess it would make sense for the flow of that to go from that, because I don't think really 21 Pilots music has gotten better since that point. I don't think Brockhampton's music has gotten better since that point. So it would kind of make sense for the, for them to flow like that to the peaks of their careers in my eyes. But I'm still a little bamboozled by this, to be honest. These are great live artists, too. I've seen Brockhampton and 21 Pilots. Actually, I've seen them both three times. 21 Pilots, when I was in the pit, that was honestly my favorite show that I've ever been to. Tyler ran on top of me with the hamster ball. I was living in that moment. Although at that concert, I did have an unfortunate experience. I almost threw up and passed out in the pit during the last song, which is Trees, which everyone knows is such a big thing if you're a Tony Pass fan. I ran out of the pit, was gagging over a garbage can. Security guard took me, pulled me. I went backstage into a medical room and actually passed the stage and was debating like running on it because it was just a set of stairs between me and the stage. I could have stormed the stage. I wish I did that. 
Turns out I actually got my period and was dehydrated because I didn't drink all day because I didn't want to pee while I was in the pit and have to leave, but I made it even worse for myself somehow. Honestly, that's all I have on that, on the 21 Pilots to Brockhampton Pipeline, because I think this is an underdeveloped theory that I need more science into. It's something that I'm really passionate about, but I think it needs more research. (laughs) But if you have any thoughts on this, please let me know, because I really do think it's interesting, clearly. So with that, I'm going to send you home with some songs. Today, I'm going to send you home with Greyhounds by Pell. I didn't know who Pell was until very recently. There's a song called Fallen Apart by Young Franco featuring Denzel Curry and Pell. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with Denzel Curry. But I looked into Pell, the other feature on the track, and found a few songs of his that I really like. Greyhound is one of those. And I'm actually going to send you home with the other song too, Fallen Apart. Last song is Could Cry Just Thinking About You by Troy Sivan and... This song was featured on his EP in a shorter version, only about a minute long, but today he actually put out a full version. I'm in love with this song. I'm so obsessed with it. I've already listened to it so many times today, and I really just love it. And that's all I have to say for today. So thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye.